0: you're listening to the welcome to the rebellion podcast hey jay are you ready because it's time to start the show
1: um by somebody you might know someone that you might know i have been uh pestering this man i've been pestering this man for some time now and finally finally we were, we were able to uh make make the proper arrangements uh for him to be on but before we do that also i just want you to check out don't forget to check out nine line apparel use the code drunk 3po for 20 percent off doing some awesome things over there also the welcome to rebellion shirt is still available for another six days as of today and also check out geesengamers.com for everything geeks and gamers and without further ado would you please welcome matthew marston how are you sir good to have you here
0: good good to be here thanks for being patient with me you've been very
1: (laughs) thank you for being patient with me i'm sure your inbox is filled with wonderful messages from twitter you know i'm sure it's filled with wonderful messages Mm so and and then you come across mine and it's like (laughs)
0: no no i mean i actually love your show so it's uh it's a great thing you and ryan is uh doing really good stuff so it's a real honor to be uh to be asked onto your show so
1: well for those that are listening you might not recognize the voice um matthew martin was in black hawk down he was also my favorite sniper in rambo played schoolboy with sylvester stallone and uh on top of so many other things he just had a movie that was released on amazon prime which we promoted here on this channel um i am the man i am that man i am that man which has just came. but that that movie was out on the 20 in 2019 correct
0: yeah so what happened with that was i mean it's it's one of those things when you want to do a movie that you don't want hollywood to mess with you have to go out and do it all on your own uh and you know i had some experience with a couple of the guys that worked on black hole down after we did that movie and they played real guys that really died they went out and bad uh, america and the government and all that
1: and i was like you know
0: i, I don't want to do that i want to be in control of this you know especially because the movie was very special for veterans um, yeah. so what we did was it was actually i am that man was the first movie ever to go into a um without having a proper theatrical release. So that was a, a first. And then when it came to releasing, we were just pushing out the release and then COVID hit and it just backed everything up. And you'd think it would be different, right? You think it, that people would be desperate for material, but it wasn't, it just, it slowed every single thing down. So we just had to be patient, uh, until they got around to releasing it, which was, you know, it was a real pain in the backside for me, because for that movie, um, I've had so many people say that it has helped them get through PTSD. It's helped them with their marriages. So for me, I'm like, get it out because I want it to, if it can save one life, it can save one marriage, uh, for a veteran, then it's, it's done its job. You know, so that was a real frustration for me, but it's out now and people can go, uh, see it and enjoy it. So, uh, I'm, I'm grateful for that.
1: Yeah, and if you're interested in the movie, the link is in the description below. It'll take you right to Amazon, where you can we can get this movie. I have it ready. Everybody wants me to do a review, so I plan on doing that this coming weekend, and uh, I'll let everybody know what I think. If they're if they're interested in what I think, if they're interested <laughs> in, in what I think, but you you brought up uh, Black Hawk Down. Now I've heard really? you mention that many times on interviews that that was a movie that really changed. Your life in a certain way, or change your perspective on a lot of things. Can you, yeah, elaborate on that just a little bit?
0: Yeah, so I mean, I grew up loving America. Um, I didn't really know why I loved America. Um, I was certainly a consumer of its products. You know, I loved stuff like the old school TV shows, like the A Team, and and all that Battlestar Galactica, and you know, grew up loving Star Wars and. Uh, like anyone else. So, so for me, there was a, always this dream of becoming an actor. Uh, and I think that through watching Rocky, oddly enough, like Rocky was the thing that told me, cause I'm from a really rough area, like a, a bit of a tough area and people like me don't normally become actors. And so <laughs> watching, watching Rocky made me think, Hey, you know what? If I can just get to America, I can make something of myself. Like I've got to, I've got to do it myself, but I can make something of myself. So anyway, cut to all these years later, I've gone through the process in the UK, did national Youth theater, did a degree in performing arts, blah, 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 big television show, whatever. And uh, i get this movie black Hawk down and we're over in Fort Benning and we did this, what they called Ranger orientation. They were very, clear not to call it rip, which was, you know, the, uh, Ranger school, but we, um, oh, Ranger, I believe it's Ranger indoctrination program. Uh, but it, it's not that, but anyway, we got kind of a flavor of it and I loved it. Right. I, I was just like immersed in it and we were sitting out one day and we'd done some, uh, close quarter combat stuff, you know, room clearing, going in and all that fun stuff. And so I'm doing my actor thing and I turn around to the guy next to me who's a maybe a 21 year old army ranger. And I said to him, uh, why'd you join, you know, why did you join the U S army and the, you know, then obviously, you know, army airborne ranger Regiment?" Mm -hmm. And, uh, and he said for freedom, and I've never heard, you know, they kind of mock that over in Europe. It's kind of like, man, Americans and freedom and freedom fries and man, you know, <laughs> little bitches, basically. And, and to hear an American like say it, you know, and mean it. Yeah. And I looked at him. I'm like, holy shit. Like, this is a guy that is literally going to put his life down for someone else. And I said to him, you'd die for me, wouldn't you? And he said, yes, sir. Wow, And I was like, oh my, I mean, it, it was just a defining moment for me to know that that man who did not know me, didn't know if I was an asshole, if I was this, if it was that, was willing for, to fight for my freedom. And I'm not even American, right, at that point. And I just thought, what kind of a country creates human beings like this, right? Like, what? what is it about, About the American experience that creates people like that, and so it really shook me to my to my core because Mm. I wanted to know what this was like. What is this thing? So I started reading, reading about the founding fathers and this and that, how you know. Because oddly enough, England in England they only talk talk about the wars that you win.
1: Exactly. (laughs) So they
0: don't.
1: Yeah, I understand that one.
0: Yeah, I'm saying so. We were never we were never told about. the Revolutionary War and George Washington and all this. And so, and once I delved and went into it more and more and more and more, I'm like, this is the greatest country the world has ever seen. Mm. Just the greatest country the world has ever seen. The founding, I mean, right behind me over there, I've got, you can probably see it. We the people are going right there. Wow. And i keep it where it's, it's actually going to be on my wall over here, but I've, I've moved it around. and moving it around my office. So. But, um, It just the penny dropped and I still believe to this day that America is the best hope for the world. Mm. I really do. And it's, it's, you know, people like yourself, um, people that really love freedom and they understand what tyranny is and, and, and they understand that it's not just, you know, some kind of like word, you know, that people throw out that this is a real thing. And so after a while I'm seeing all this shit go on, you know, this, I mean, I was a victim of the cancel culture as well. Like back in the day, like the, I was the OG, like kind of canceled guy. Right. But nobody <laughs> ever took any, you know, not, you know, people just getting on with their own, own yeah. business. So when it happened to Gina, I mean, I was furious about it, you know I mean? It, it just really pisses me off. And, and I think that she was, you know, she really highlighted it to a lot of people. So, you know, that it all basically links together with the fact that I, I, I loved America, but I didn't know why. And then I got educated about what it is and what it means to be an American. And that made me love it even more. And when you come to something like that, when you don't have it and then you have it, you want to fight for it, right? Like you understand yeah. that this can be fleeting. It's not always going to be like this you know what was Reagan said that we one generation away right from losing our freedom right and and we are seen it right now all over the world and this isn't like some kind of conspiracy like lunatic idea you can see everything but they'll tell you that on, on
1: Twitter my friend
0: oh yeah but you know yeah you know I mean but I'm at the point now where I'm like this is not about me this is about my children and about right. my children's children and If all it takes is an actor to come out and lose work, I'm not going over and doing what that 20-something-year-old guy was going to do for me, right? I'm not looking to take a bullet, right? So it's really pathetic of me if I don't really speak up when I have a little bit of a platform yeah. and especially when everybody thinks that everyone thinks the same and it's just not true. Um, exactly and I'm not really saying anything that's particularly controversial it's just a woke mob want to make everything controversial and
1: it's bullshit and you're yeah. not a
0: man if you don't stand up against it you're just well, not you,
1: you just recently became a citizen an American citizen is that correct
0: that's right yeah it, it, how it was
1: how was that ceremony because I got to see it one time a friend of mine became an American citizen they invited us down and I, I never I've never saw that and and I did that I'm in Orlando Florida so I saw mm-hmm. it I saw, actually I saw it in Miami and it was really cool like it was really cool to see people from all over the world many people had tears in their eyes yeah uh they were each given a little flag they were each given uh you know there was a message from the president there was all the there was like a little ceremony and things like that it was and you could literally look and see people like, I I'm here. You know what I mean? Like it was just yeah, like no. something that I take for granted as an American myself. It's like, I've never seen like people just they're, they 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 did the oath and everything. And they just, you just see this thing come over top of them. And it's just like, wow, it's, uh, it's, it's absolutely amazing. So how was it, how was it for you? Was it a big ceremony? Was it just a private well, one or,
0: yeah, it was a private one because of the coronavirus, you know. Mm. And, um, but it was still emotional. So, you know, I mean, I could tell you, I'll, I'll tell you a couple of things off air. Uh, okay. About the ceremony, I don't really want to talk about it on air, but uh, but it was an amazing experience. Like, you know, you gotta understand when I walked in there, a lot of people like, like I did it the right way, right? Mm-hmm. Because if I'm going to become an American, I'm going to do it by following the laws right and i'm going to do it the right way because i respect people like you and other americans right i'm if i'm going to be a part of that system then i'm going to do it the right way and so i'm going to respect the whole process however frustrating it might be and however frustrating it is when you see people just like not care right but i'm going to do it the right way and i did and when i'm when i was walking in for the interview i was nervous
1: because i'm i cannot mess this up right we gotta stop there you were in a movie with sylvester stallone you were in all co- i mean you were even a recording singer you know people a lot of people don't know that if you go way back and now you're getting ready to become an american and you you're nervous mm-hmm Wow, look at that. Well,
0: because it's 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 the greatest, like, it, it's something that I dreamt of my entire life. Mm. And to do it, like, that's it. Like, once you do that, there's no taking that away from you. And yeah. I've been waiting for it. And, you know, I'd stand up and I'd say the Pledge of Allegiance and, you know, especially around veterans and working with the military a lot. And I'd always not be the American that was there, even though I was really American in my heart. Right. Mm. So I really wanted it so badly. And so I just didn't want to mess up. And, you know, I mean, I've studied, I've studied American history for years before, you know, so these like little questions weren't really going to trip me up, uh, but I, I wanted to get it right, you know, and I did. And he said, you know, you're going to go down the hall and, uh and get sworn in. And I asked that because the guy was a, was a former border patrol Mm. uh, agent and he was a great guy. And I said, will you come down and will you swear me in? Because it it really meant something. Um, And so we did, but it was a really strange feeling, you know, because when I drove out and it was downtown LA and I'm driving north as I came out and I, you see the San Gabriel mountains right there. And I was like, you're mine. Mm. Like it felt different. I felt different. And I was like, this is my country. It's mine. Right? Even though I'd always, you know, it's been my home for 20 years. But it was, there was something different about it. And I, I still love it. I still love the country. I still think it's like I said. I think it's the shining city on a hill, and, it, and I think that deep inside, you know, the majority of Americans, there's something essentially good about them. That they they have a core that is good, whether it's morality or you know, whatever that might be. It doesn't mean they're on our souls. Doesn't mean uh, we know that. But there's something where Americans will say, and I think we're getting to that point now where they're saying, "Hey, listen." this is wrong and this has to stop. And as you've seen in Europe, people don't have a backbone. I, th- I think it's something, one of the reasons is, is you can still go out, even in California, you can still walk out your door and get eaten by a bear, Yeah. Right? There's something about the frontiersman spirit about Americans that hasn't gone away, right? They'll still go, what you do uh, doing, I'm going to s- go up. You, you know what I'm saying? Sorry. I'll-
1: Oh no, you're right. Like I, I travel all over the world and everyone thinks, um, I did that. I, I don't, I won't go into it too much, but, uh, I was humanitarian built orphanages all over the world for 15 years. And every time I went to another country, everyone's like, ah, America, you know, you're a cowboy adventure, this, and that." they always were just like you Americans are just so full of like, you just want to explore the world and go out and like do all these things. And it's, it, it's like every country just thought the same. no matter where I was, they all they all asked, they all they always ask me the same questions. They're like, How many guns do you have? Uh, and why do you eat so much cheese? Like stuff like <laughs> it's like, stuff like because
0: that. Because it's tasty and guns are awesome. That's I mean, yes, it. You, you know, I'll tell you this just to put a point on that, my uncle who never says anything political to me, or he ever said anything political to me my entire life up until the space program was canceled and he called me up, which he never does. And he went, what's up with canceling like the space program. And I was like, this is so random. Like all we ever talk about is sports and whatever. And he goes, that's not right. That's not what Americans do. And he went up on this, right? He's like, Americans go boldly where no one else has gone. That's what they do. They land on the moon. They do this, they push that. He goes, they can't do this. They can't stop space travel. They can't. Mm. And he took it super personal. You know what I mean? It was super personal for him. Yeah. My computer just gone off. <laughs> Sorry, I've got my computer here like that. I always oh, see backup. the light. Yeah. Me some no, the the light. Actually, all the light because it's going dark here now in Texas. So, um, yeah. So, anyway, I mean, it just shows you. And, and that's why I'm not like it's people in America and the lefties over in Europe are the ones that say that America is bad. All you've got to do is say, hey, I'll give you a green card. Would you come to America? And all those people are like, no, oh, I hate America. They'll be like, yes, please. Mm. They would all come. They would all come here, so don't believe the hype, right? Uh, it's it's just it's just not true. I noticed
1: people, that I, too. Yeah, no, yeah, I people I, want I Americans to you. be the
0: heroes as well. Yeah, people want American heroes in movies. They do.
1: I, I noticed that too. It's it's uh on travel. Uh, sometimes my friends here, they're like, "Hey, I don't know if you want to go there. They don't like Americans." And it's like, man, that's furthest from the everywhere I went, I was greeted with like you know and and they all say the same thing oh don't listen to the tv like don't listen to what the the television and that and that brings me to maybe the biggest question is what is going on with Hollywood with your friends out there what's happening Matthew (laughs) I mean listen it's sad for me uh when you when you tweet if you want to follow Matthew on Twitter the links are in the description if I have some mods here if you want to throw that in the chat that would be great Um and everyone in the chat here that's watching, they're just saying, "Oh, I love Matthew in this movie." I I know this. I know it was all. It's awesome to see uh, all the love that you're getting in the chat and the congratulations that you're getting as well. Um, But I mean, even you tweet out, you're saying, "Man, some of my Hollywood friends stop. This person stop talking to me, and this one's done with me." And um, and then, of course, my favorite tweet is not all actors are like this. Like, I think you must. I kept like I was like, get, like taking a tally. You know, I was like, "Add," an, I'd always respond. Add another one to the list. Yeah. <laughs> add a, what, what is happening in, in your humble opinion? What, what's happening over there?
0: Well, look, I think it's pretty much it's been like that for a long time. Mm. right i mean it really has i don't think there's anything dramatically different you just know about it it's it's like
1: but you work side by side with some of these people and they i mean i'm sure they didn't point the finger at you in the same way they act or maybe hey maybe they did well i mean Um, look
0: i I mean i'm I'm a big guy you know in hollywood like people don't really you know they don't really confront you if I mean, I mean, there is some bullying that goes on, but I don't, mm. you know, I, I've never been one that will kind of ride with it. You know, I'm just like, hey, it doesn't wash with me, right? I don't accept that bullshit. I think, mm-hmm. you know, my grandmother used to clean toilets for a living, right? So I don't accept any of this elitist bullshit where they talk down to people. And I think that when you, you know, one of the great things about getting a little bit older is you just don't give a shit anymore about people's opinions. And certainly with these things, because the things that we're talking about are so dangerous to the fabric of our society and what they're saying is, is so wrong. As I said, what is it for me to stand up and say, hey, shut up? Or, hey, you're wrong. I mean, everyone should have an opinion. But I yeah. just, even even look, even, the, even if someone came and berated me, I'd still have a dialogue with them. And I think that's the difference because I've changed my position on certain things over time, right? Because if you really do pursue the truth, then you have to pursue it wholly uh, and without regard for the consequences, right? Because that is what is important. And if you think, oh, well, if I, if I go down this route, then this is going to happen to me, right? What is more important, right? Knowing the truth or living a lie. uh, And I'd rather reap the consequences because it's going to bite you anyway, at the end in one way, shape or form, which is what we're seeing right now. So as far as Hollywood's concerned, here's my little theory. You want to know my, my, I'd love to,
1: I'd love to know.
0: Okay. So, if you are a mathematician, right, if you're a mathematician, you go out and you will do 1 plus 1 equals 2, 2 plus 2 equals 4, whatever. It's a quantifiable right and wrong, right? If you do both 1 plus 1 equals 3, then it's quantifiably wrong, right? With art, it's yeah. not. With art, it's not. It's, mm. it's, uh, it's kind of, you know, it, it's subjective. All right. So you know this because you'll go, oh, I love that movie. And someone else will go, that's a pile of crap. I don't yeah. like it. And even if it's technically proficient, uh, there are different. Like some people will love like B movies. I love them. That's why I think the Oscars are just bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's certainly right now, it's not even how great something is. Right? It, I, I'm, I'm like, listen, when I got Transformers, I was stoked that I was going to work with Michael Bay because I love Michael, Bay. I think the rock is, is an amazing movie. I love those movies. I love action movies. So I was stoked about going and working with him because it's a, it's just a different genre of film. Right? So imagine there's two people going up for a role and one person you can't, maybe he's as good as the other person. But one person, and I'm not saying this happens for everybody because you know you can be in the right place at the right time and you can have momentum, which is just for the, the people watching. A lot of the time, it's got nothing to do with how talented you are. It's whether or not you have momentum. And this is why you're seeing people from, from uh, Instagram, whatever, get into films, because it helps with the funding and that's all the bean mm. counters look at now. They don't look at talent. So let's just say you do something that Maybe get you the job over the other person. That isn't anything to do with acting. Then you get to a point where, and you you become. Since then, you, after then, you become fabulously wealthy, really super famous. You know this. There's an element of guilt that comes with that
2: mm. that makes
0: you say, "I do not really deserve this." Mm. So. I cannot criticize anyone or anything for being bad. Does that make any sense?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So I I have to love everybody. Absolutely. I have to. so, So this is why you see so many people come out like so bitter because I don't really truly think that they believe that they earned it.
1: You're not the only one to say that. That I know in the business, so you're not that this is not the first time I've heard that. And and so it's but I mean, it's just, you know, people think their lives would be better if they were rich and famous, you know, and and. But but like you said, at what cost at 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 what cost is it? Is it just living with guilt, not really earning it or is it, you know, or throwing away your freedoms or. I mean, listen. Some of us, where we are on our level here, <laughs> we are with me and you know Ryan and and a few others. Like sometimes we're convinced that there's some kind of memo that goes out to Hollywood actors that say, "Hey, this uh, this political thing or something's coming up. I need y'all to tweet this." Because we're like, man, they all just say the same thing. Like, well, well in their I'll own way. This. Like at the same time, it's like. Did they even watch? Do they even know? Do they even educate? They're just like, do this, do this, do this. But the sad thing is, Matthew, is, and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, is we're seeing this weird shift from Hollywood where it seems like the actors and directors are talking down to us, mm-hmm. the consumer, uh, and basically saying, You should like, if you don't like this, you're this. If you don't agree with this, you're that. If you don't, instead of uh trying to see what we really would want to enjoy and then when those the, when those certain movies come out or shows or something that that don't do that to the consumer they're always sit back and go man I wonder why they're doing so well exactly like, like yellowstone yeah it's
0: like, like yellowstone you know, like yellowstone is is a massive success and they don't understand why it's a success yeah everybody else knows why it's a success when, when american sniper comes out everyone's like oh it's a success so uh, like yeah because that's what people want to see you got to understand that for the majority and by the way i don't want to talk about hollywood as some monolithic group right because sure sure is is that there's a lot of people that feel the same way that i do i get emails and and whatever all the time from guys saying hey thank you for speaking up and and i understand to
1: a degree i agree that, that completely yeah, I, I think yeah. there's just a few people and everyone's but, just like, I'm working. Just don't bother me with that nonsense. Just let me work. But you can't I, I get, I get away from it.
0: But you can't yeah. get away from me because they they talk like everybody else thinks the same. And I've been on set when that's happened, right? So they talk as just as if, like, well, hey, listen, I'm going to go on about this and this and this, and everyone thinks the same, right? Because a lot of when you get to that level of fame. You can't really go out like everybody else does, even though you know. If you are in Hollywood, honestly, if you are in when I say Hollywood, it's not really Hollywood. It's uh, you know Beverly Hills area right, around right. there. It is um, you'll see people going down Starbucks that are famous. Like they go down there and they go back up into the hills, and you know, I mean, I was there. You know, I, I know the drill. Um, <laughs> but, but all the parties, they're all a certain group together, right? So um, you don't really get any different opinions. And even if you did, people shut up, because they are vindictive, like they will not hire you, if they believe you think a certain way, right, w- without a shadow of a damn, Wow. Right? without a shadow of a doubt. And, and, and the problem is, is you can't like, Regina was really kind of out there, right? Like Gina, it was clear she said something. They let her go, right? Which, by the way, is not a business decision, right? It's not a sensible business decision because the show was the most successful show. She was massive on it. So you gotta say, well, uh, you know, I, I don't know why that why that played out the way it did, but it's not smart to me as a filmmaker. That is not smart. Mm. So you have to say, well, what is what is driving this? Right. What is the thing that is that, that is driving? And here's the thing. And I'll tell the, the viewers all this as well, is the majority <laughs> of shows, even when you go up and audition for stuff, right, they've already been cast because there's a handful of people, a handful of guys, right, that greenlight the film. And that's all they're interested in is who can mm. green light my film. Right. And then you'll audition and the, because I know, because I used to get offers. Right. Right. I still do get offers, but not the level of the films that I really want to be doing, although those movies aren't getting made. So the majority of stuff that comes in for me, I turned down anyway, because I don't want to do it. Right? So, but when you're talking about the $150, 200000000 million movies, they have their actors because the actors paired with the director greenlight the film. So when you're going down, like down the trickle, so you've got your offers and then it goes down to the auditions. And you might be able to break through in those auditions. If the, let's say if the casting directors don't agree with you, they just don't call you. Mm. So you're the director never, because if you're a director, if you're like a Ridley Scott and you're seeing like 150 people, or, I mean, it's, it's a lot smaller than that. You know, maybe, maybe he sees like 30 people for all the top roles. Right. He's not going to think, hang on a second, where's Matt or hang on a second, where's Gina? He's thinking, I've got to direct a director movie. I've got to do this and the money's coming in and this and that, like, let me see the reels who's available. Boom. And then they move on. So it's a weird way of, of canceling someone because you can't quantify it, right? Like an actor can't say, uh, oh, well, they didn't call me in on this job. And I know why they didn't call me in on this job because the job never comes around for you to know that you were up for it. Does that, does that make sense? Yes, yeah. Right, so it just, these things go away or you'll be like, oh, you're an option. Like they like you for this film. Are you free like five months? And you know, it's going to be in Fiji for blah, blah, blah. And then it just goes away. And why did that go away? I spoke to the director <laughs> and the director said that he wanted me to do the role. And, and I've had that happen to me twice. Wow. So, I, and the only reason why I found out about it afterwards was I spoke to the director, and the director thought that I'd turned the role down and I hadn't. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of that. I mean, if you ask Gina, if you ask Nick, if you ask, uh, you know, Adam, any of those guys, they'll all tell you that just things just go away. Um, but, you know, it's, uh, it's very difficult to. Okay. Let me put it this way. There are certain actresses that have said things that you'd be like, I would never leave my children around that person. Right. Like, how on earth is that person ever in a job? And I'm not I'm not talking about like, oh, you know, screw Trump or you yeah, know yeah. Or losers. I'm talking about like really horrible stuff. And you go, I just got picked up for a second season. Like, what the yeah. hell is going on? right so it shows you that it's not just a business decision right just logically following the logic it shows you it is not just a business decision it can't be just a business decision mm. so um i mean it's unfortunate right i mean and I, I feel sad that like i said i've had a couple of my friends who i thought were friends unfollow me um because
1: you think they you think they did that because yeah. They don't like you anymore, or it's no. because I've, I've met this is my livelihood, and if I distance myself, and you know, just I don't want no problems, I don't want this, I don't want that. No, so, not really, not okay. really,
0: because I, I think it's because. I mean, the stuff that I'm saying is not exactly massively controversial in a real world, in a clown world, it's hugely controversial,
2: Yes. right?
0: But in the real world of logic and reason saying, Hey, I had the coronavirus, so I'm not going to run out and get the vaccine because I have natural immunity. That is science and has been what people have done for years. Right. And then in addition to that, you look, and you go, hang on a minute. These governments are like forcing vaccines on you. And it's not, you know, before it was through clinical trials. And I don't like that. I, I don't like a tyrannical government trying to tell me what I can do with my body. Right. And because we all know if you have half a brain where that's going to go. And we know that because we read books from history. Right, yeah. even though we're anti-science and stupid people, right? And so now, and again, I wasn't initially when all that shit went on with the vaccine. I wasn't anti-vaccine, right? I literally take my kid, and that's the other thing. You take your kids, you go and have the vaccine, have a vaccine, you know, whatever MMR, whatever it is, and you come back and they go anti vaccine You're anti-vaccine! anti like, How am I anti I've had all my vaccine. I'm just this one. Yeah. Right. Because I don't need it. Right. I, I don't. And so, anyway, a little. That's a little segue. But I think that what it is is, it is weird how it's almost like a psychosis. You see that they cannot stand any kind of uh, pushback. Pushback. Right? Yeah. Just just none. No debates. No talking. And no
1: questioning either.
0: No questioning. And, and I said this the other day, I mean, you know, I, I actually, I think I'm not a big fan of actors opening their mouths, right? Because we really meat puppets. Like what, what really are we going to be like contributing to the world? But i got to the point where I've seen so much, I felt obligated to say something, right? Because so many people have such big platforms and, and for some reason people look up to them that I thought I have to be, a voice for the people that don't like they feel like they're not being heard or they're going through this really difficult time i mean my my inbox is filled my inbox is filled with people that are like hey matt you know my husband got fired from his job or i don't know what we're going to do we're really desperate so i see people friends of mine being really arrogant and i try and be diplomatic about it say hey listen for example If you have an immune, if you, if you are immune system compromised, you can't take a vaccine for a lot of people, they can't take it. So when they say the anti-vax, the anti-vax, the anti-vax, they're stupid. They're this, I'm like, you know, firstly, anti-vax is a stupid statement anyway, and you should never, ever, um, give it the time of day, right? Should always stop them and go, excuse me, that is not the correct term. Please don't call me that. That is not, that is not accurate. Right? But um, for people that are immune system compromised and they can't take it and they're already in a situation where they're really, really high risk, it just piles on more pressure, more stress, which again that breaks down into their immune system, right? more stress like will, will depress the immune system. So I just felt like, Hey, I just want someone, you know, not that I'm an anybody, but maybe someone who liked one of my movies will go, Oh, thank God, you know, that guy said somebody's well. saying he said something. You're right. He's saying what I'm thinking. And I knew the consequences. I knew that, you know, the chances of me working again w- would be very slim or or they would or I can't do what a lot of people are doing is is lie and say that they took the vaccine when they haven't. Right. But,
1: so I want I will Right, but speaking of working, uh you're just going to do your own thing. Mm -hmm. but see. That is that out of everything, Matt, out of everything. This is why, uh, I wanted to talk to you because this whole movement, this whole welcome to the rebellion movement is about people saying, I'm tired of all the crap. I'm just going to do my own thing. Uh, you know, do I have a hundred million dollar budget? Not yet. But what I'm working with, I'll do it with what I got. And that's why it was important for me to highlight your film that just came out on Amazon. It's important uh, for us to highlight Gina's film because this is what I think is going to happen. People like yourself who speak out, and I know it's going to happen to Gina and others, when 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 their movies start coming out, these people that just don't like you because you're speaking out will just say, oh, he's a C-plus actor, he sucks, look at that, this and that. And, and they won't even give it a chance. And you will not get the uh, coverage that we think you deserve to get for going and making your own films, because this is an art. This is a craft for you. This is an art, and this is an art that the world... We love movie. Man, we love our TV shows. We love our entertainment. We love movies. It's just what we love. It is, a, it is such a beautiful art for many of us to enjoy Listen, we speak about it, we have podcasts about it, we talk about it, we dissect the actors, we dissect lines. There are lines from movies that we quote every single day. There's something beautiful about making films. And now that like a lot of this stuff is being hijacked, you know, it it is important for me and and everyone else who's watching the 200, almost 300 people in here watching uh, that we are all agreeing to we want to support you and what you're doing. We want to say we're going to watch this and we're not going to watch that. These people don't like us. They literally came out and says, oh, we think you're a white supremacist because you didn't like my film. Like, what kind of nonsense is that? When Seth Rogen came out, and I, I'll say his name. You don't, you don't have to. But when he came out and was like, oh, they, these people, the people that didn't like Santa Inc. were white supremacists. Like, I, why would you say that? Maybe it was just a bad show, (laughs) you know, it's like, why, like, why would you say that? So, but
0: but this is what you get when you give out participation trophies, right? Mm. They think that that they're entitled to win all the time and they're not, I mean, they're not. And I think that you're absolutely right. I mean, for me growing up, I never thought I'd make any money as an actor. I thought I was going to be a starving actor on stage in in the West End, you know, making 250 bucks a week. I didn't think that I'd go and make movies. I mean, I had the dream, but it wasn't a pursuit that was ever going to make me money. And um, I think that that's why I say, you know, when people say, when people knock me and have a go at me, I'm like, hey, I'm winning all day long. I'm doing what I love to do. Like, <laughs> I, I, you, you don't understand. Like, I never dreamt that I would be here and to have worked with the people that I have. So I've already won and I'm an American and I've been married 16 years. And, you know, I mean, all these, so it's, to me, those are the things that matter. I don't care about this stuff. I don't. I like making things. I like, that's why, you know, when I see you guys, you're so passionate about creation, right? Mm. Like, Like making things. And that's where it's, it's so frustrating now with the continual reboots and remakes. You can see that the the creatives are not so involved anymore. Right, no. It's more the bean counters that are yeah. like, hey, listen, I've really got to watch out for my job. So uh, if at least if I put so so look at it like this, it's like, OK, I'm an executive, right? I'm a studio executive and I've got to make a movie and I've got a budget of 100 million dollars. Do I go, hey, listen, there's this little movie. Uh, it's called The French Connection, you know, I'm going to go and make it. It's a gritty film, blah, 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 or or whatever it might be. Or do they go like now, or do they go, um, hmm, I think that we can remake The Princess Bride.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: or, uh, you, you know what I'm saying? And then they'll go, okay, we'll remake that. And then who's the hottest girl right now? Who's who's number one on on the, the IMDb chart? Right. Okay, I'll get her and I'll put her in and then... And they put this, there's no real kind of I mean there's a couple of people that are trying to do it. I mean, the only one that does it, I think there's two people that do it on a big scale now, and that's Nolan mm-hmm. and uh and and uh, what's his name who did um Boone. Like they're really um, mm-hmm. creative individuals that that but again it's a star study cast, <laughs> like you're never All gonna right. get you know what I'm saying.
1: Uh, absolutely, it's uh, it's like a checkbox. Yeah, you know, it's just like let's remake what's hot, what's trending. Go on Twitter, check to see what actor actually is trending. Boom, boom, boom. There's our film. We're done. Um, you know, it, we, we all do. see it. We all see it. We all complain about it. It's just, it's just like that's just what we do. It's just like but really another thing. one. I'll tell you this right now.
0: Here's what people don't understand. And it's, it's very difficult to say it without saying, um, because the criticism will come that, Oh, you are just promoting your film, right? Here's the thing. Even if my movie was the biggest steaming pile of shit, everybody should go and buy it. And that's not about enriching me or the team. What it's doing is it's putting a foothold into the industry. Right? Because when you have success, the overlords will come and say, hmm, oh, that movie made X amount of dollars. What do you want to go and make next? And then you start climbing the ladder, right? Like you start, you, you have a foothold. And I had a couple of people on, on uh, Twitter say, uh, I'm not giving any money to Amazon. I'm like, okay, so you cut your nose off to spike your face right now. Right? So we don't have, my point is I made that movie for a number of reasons, and w- but one of them was, go and make your own shit, yeah. right? Just go and do it, make your own stuff. It is difficult, right? It's difficult to get it out there. I- I've had 25 years in the industry, right? And it was still difficult, but that's what you have to do. You have to build the- your own, this is America, man. You know what I mean? It's America. They shut down the space program. Elon Musk goes and, you know, build exactly a rocket. Right. That's the American way. Right. And we can do it. But you've got to have some kind of power. And we can't be always going back and saying, hey, let's 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 get Clint, you know, or let's get this person. We, we have less people in a situation that can help the people lower down to bring them up.
1: Exactly. We have
0: less. We have less people. We can use that studio system. It can be used, right? Because the amazing thing about about those guys is, um, they totally have no problem compromising their morals for money. You know what I mean? That you've seen really? it all along. Right? But, oh, <laughs> I see that. Right. So if you if you're a success and you have something that is marketable. Why is not Chris Pratt been cancelled yet?
1: That's true. Because they tried. The they keep star. trying.
0: <laughs> yeah, but they can't. Do you know yeah. what? Because he's a great actor. He's a fantastic person, right? And he's in, is it two or three franchises?
1: Yeah, well, he's I mean, in Jurassic and Marvel. So yeah, yeah.
0: And then he's got that new one uh, that he just did for Netflix, What Tomorrow.
1: Oh, the Tomorrow uh, World, re- yeah.
0: which Which they're going to do another one. So he's got three franchises. You can't cancel that. He's, he's worth too much money to them.
2: Mm.
0: Trust me. If they could, he'd be gone. Mm. Right? He'd be gone because you can't say God. You can't say God or Jesus. You can't say it. Right? You can't say. Certainly can't say you love God or Jesus. You Can't say that. Wow. So, um, so, you know. Well, just and, so and again. Sorry, go. On
1: yeah no no it's fine i just i just want everyone to know that's in the chat there is a link to i am that man the amazon thank you my mods are putting it in the chat now it will be available uh wherever you're listening to this on spotify wherever that link will be in the description so please please go check that out i just purchased it like i said i'll be checking it out over the weekend with some friends uh to watch it but that's exactly it we support those that are saying I'm tired of the crap. We're gonna do and build them up, and that's that's how change happens. And real quick, I, and then I gotta I gotta ask you some fanboy questions if you don't mind. I just I I okay. gotta get, you know, Schoolboy was my dude, man. That was my dude, and uh, everyone in the chat is screaming about Blackhawk down. So, but just real quick, um, oh. J.C. Pena says you're interviewing the guy. Nice, yeah. Finally, I bugged him enough. I bugged him enough. Uh, My main man, Prime, for $5, just wanted to say uh, that uh, as a way to support Mr. Marsden, his Transformers character, Captain Graham, will appear in my upcoming Transformers audio series. Uh, Another awesome YouTuber. Everyone is just saying um, congratulations on 16 years of marriage. Congratulations on becoming American. We need more people like you. Thank you for the super sticker. I also have one interesting comment. I'll get to it. Uh, Let's see. Sorry if I missed your super chat. I promise I will try to get and find it. But somebody sent one that here it is right here. It says, I am so forth. It says, watched I Am That Man a few days ago and enjoyed it. Matthew might be an American now, but good to hear some principles with British roots at least. (laughs) So, so there's that. Again, if I missed your super chat, I'm so sorry. I will try to get back to it, but uh the chat is just moving so fast because people are excited and they're all saying the same thing. Um, They want to support the film. Where can I get the film? There it is. My mods are putting it in the chat. Just click on it. You could rent it. You could buy it. And, but this is what welcome to the rebellion is all about. It's it's rebelling against all the crap that we see and saying, know we want something a little different uh mr grant gregory for five says oh my god you're in a movie with uh vladimir kulich did i say that right that is that true it's the fighter
0: is that what he's talking okay
1: about? yeah yeah i think so vladimir kulich so since that dude is super based, so people it's, see this is it. Like people were like, Matthew Marsden. I know that name. I know this guy from somewhere. I know it. it's like that's like that's who you are. They're like, who is this guy? He's in he was in Helen, Helen of Troy, right? Black Hawk Down, Rambo, and several others. I mean, there's just there's so much. He also was a singer. If you didn't know this, it's like way back when, right? <laughs> Uh, you you are a singer and had a had a number one hit on the charts back in the day. Is that that's that's correct, right? Or do we not talk about that? Anymore? We don't talk
0: about that. Okay. We, we don't talk anymore.
1: There it is. <laughs> there it is. But when you got the call to work with Sylvester Salone, like mm-hmm. did you get to shoot did you get to shoot the sniper at least to kind of get a feel for it? Or oh yeah oh man oh, yeah. how, how was that experience um because I, I um that movie was so like when i first saw that film it was like um what a meat factory movie like there was just meat yeah. flying from people like in the last 15 minutes you guys were blowing heads off and like going like it was it was it was awesome really wasn't uh you know family you know, you don't bring the kids to see that, but no, no it was no, no, awesome. No. It was just like, see, it was just like, perp, sorry, fanboy. Let me calm down. It was just perfect, Rambo. I'm Rambo. I'm gonna kill everybody and save the day. You know, like that's just uh, that that was the movie. So, yeah. but how how did that how did that how was that process? You just got the call and you're like, here we go.
0: No, it was it was a really it's a funny story actually because. I uh, I got a phone call from my manager, and and he was like this. He was like, oh, "We just got a call. They're doing a new Rambo, and they want you to go in for it." I'm like, "Holy shit! They're doing a new Rambo? A new Rambo?" He's like, "Yeah, you don't want to do it?" I went, "Yeah, yeah. Are you- what? Of course I want to do it. Fucking Rambo. Excuse my language over No, it's okay. It's I'm okay. Like, I'm like, "Of course I do." So anyway, originally I went in for, um, so the, the schoolboy was actually a Navy seal and I went in for, um, to meet on, um, Graham McTavish's character, uh, Lewis. And, um, I get a call and they're like, Stallone wants to meet you. And I was like, it's one of those moments, right? Like, i turned back into like an eight-year-old boy watching Rocky. And it, and I was like, okay. And he goes, well, he's gonna call you first, right? He's gonna call you first. And I said, okay, like, okay, put the phone away. Nobody touched the phone! Nobody picked it up, <laughs> like, you. No. Anyway, he calls me up and he's like, you know, hey, you know, it's the Stallone thing. I can't do his voice, but it, he, he goes, do you wanna come and hang out tomorrow? And I'm like, hmm, uh, okay. So I went to his office. And it was a really surreal moment because I walk in and there he is like the main man and he's like, he's he's like, yay big. He's just, you know, cause he lifted really, really heavy for Rambo and he was just like a truck. And so he walks in, you know, he walks over and we go in and we start talking about the different roles and he tells me he wants me to play schoolboy, and he wants it to be a British role. And. and and then i said well have you ever thought that of making him a royal marine commander like an sbs guy which is the royal marine special operations because they were the green breaks right and i said it would be nice because in the original script schoolboy took over from rambo really yeah yeah. yes wow yeah rambo became like troutman and schoolboy but he was different he was more like a like a scalpel as mm-hmm. Rambo was like the, the blunt instrument. So, uh, I said, it'd be a nice homage to, you know, the green Berets. If, if I'm a SBS uh, sniper, he put it immediately in the script, by the way, like he just went, I mean, the dude, he, if he thinks it makes the story better, he will go with it. There's no pride about him at all. So he puts it in anyway and then he gets up and he, he like walks over like this and he, he puts this DVD and he walks down and uh, and I sit down and I'm like, and you hear this ba 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 And I'm like, holy shit. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And it was the trailer for Rocky Balboa. And I just had this like total out of body experience, right? Because, I mean, I'm never like... I'm never cool about meeting people that have been such an impact on our lives, certainly like young men's lives, right? Mm-hmm. Like Stallone, Schwarzenegger, those guys, they were huge for, for me, certainly growing up. And, uh, it finishes and I knew he was back, right? Cause people forget he was in the wilderness for a while and I looked over at him like that and he looked over at me and I went, <laughs> and he went, and no, that was sweet. it and then we were uh we were off over in thailand and um and unfortunately for me but as a fan you know i mean you understand as a fan you do what is right for the franchise right rather than yourself i'm I'm not a selfish actor right i'm not one that goes and <laughs> you change the round, and i want it back and i just so what happened was there was a big success with uh rocky balboa and i get this like well, i get sides because you get sides when there's rewrites i'm like this isn't me taking over the franchise Mm. but as a fan and he he came up to me and he said look i'm really sorry but you know uh this is the right way to end the film and to be honest with you it was the right way to end the film you know with him walking home initially it was the character that came to us bum garden was meeting with us in a cafe and putting us on another mission in fact uh here's a little bit of geek trivia for you that probably nobody knows is that i asked because i work a lot with the special operations guys right i've trained with them i've you know i i know many 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 of them and so one of the things i wanted for uh, an SBS guy was a, what's called a Fairburn Sykes dagger, which is it's it's I don't know if you know what that is. It's a very like pointed dagger like that. And so I had one, and when I climb up the um, tower and kill the guy, I kill him with a Fairburn Sykes dagger. Mm-hmm. But it's not a Fairburn Sykes dagger when you watch the film; it's the Rambo knife. Ah. Oh. And that was changed in post.
1: Wow. Yeah. All right. Did you get? Did you get to keep it?
0: uh, I didn't. (laughs) I didn't get to keep any of my gear. None of my gear. I didn't (laughs) even keep my hat because because you see, and here's the funny thing. And this is for all the shooters out there. Anyone that is actually done any shooting, um, like I'm really anal about getting the technical aspect of it right. And the last night we were shooting. uh, pickups, right? So for those of you who don't know, it's like shots that you've missed within the sequence of the filming. So we were shooting pickups and one of those pickups was me up in the tower. Like, you know, when it's like, when it goes click and we I'd shoot the guys, shoot the guards around and the, and, and you know, we all, um, we leave. So I'm there shooting that we shoot it. And then they're like, Matt, you've got to leave she so got to get on a plane. So I was, I was going to get on a plane and fly back to the U S so my stunt double, um, actually it wasn't my stubble. stunt double. He was this particular person and Brian, Orley, great guy. He was, uh, Graham's stunt double and my stunt double had gone, not, that they did any of my stunts. I did all my own, but you have to have one there. Um, he did the trigger pull. And if you watch it, he slap, he slap, uh, slap, 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 slap. He slaps the trigger, right? And the first thing my guys went, my, my, my SF guys were like, what's up with the trigger pole, dude? And I'm like, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. They're like, slap, he slap, slap, slap. With the trigger. And I'm like, it wasn't me. I know, squeeze. But it wasn't me. So anyway, there's a little bit of, a little, little bit more trivia. I have to write you know, that lovely. down and
1: go back and watch it.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, it was... Uh, Now, now I'm gonna make everyone go back and watch it and go. Yeah, yeah. he messed up on that. Shit. (laughs) So basically, I had to leave all my gear because he, even though it was only on his hand, he had to wear all my gear, right, in Mm. case any of it was caught in the shot. So, um, so yeah.
1: What uh, was the most difficult film you ever worked on?
0: In what way? In, uh, in, in, physical, what way?
1: physical and mental, uh, just long days, long nights away from home. Um,
0: do, do you know what? Honestly, I don't consider any of that as difficult. Mm. I don't because I'm not picking up the trash. Mm. I, I will not, I will not complain and call my job difficult at all. Whatever
1: maybe not I'm a doing, complaining got... difficult but more just it just was a hard challenging challenging yeah probably be better okay. word uh um i mean there's
0: certainly actors that you find that you work with that are challenging i mean well... there's, there's there's stuff that's dangerous i mean you know when we were doing uh like transformers mm-hmm. was uh and here's a little trivia for you as someone pointed out captain graham was my character name and they got it wrong in the in the credits right so which was really frustrating but I was on that for for five months we were on that on that movie which is a long time and we were shooting at White Sands New Mexico and it was hotter than the face mm. of the sun in there and I had to put. but again you're wearing all that gear and I'm like I know guys right now they're in Iraq they're in the same oh yeah and they have people shooting at them so suck it up buttercup you know get on with it but that was uh that was hard um especially because we were getting the sides every day right so we wouldn't know we we knew kind of what we were shooting but we didn't really know um the specifics of it so i'd get my lines the night before and they go oh you got a scene tomorrow and this is what you're doing i'm like okay and there's stuff like that i mean
1: well i mean have you people- ever have you ever been like on a shoot and you just got like really sick because you drink oh, the, yeah. oh. like the water, like you drink the water, you weren't supposed to drink the water, and you're just like, you're like, all right, we got to film, and you're like,
0: I'm like dying. <laughs> yeah, oh like... yeah, oh yeah. No, I had one, so I got electrocuted on the set of Anacondas. Oh, um, my I,
2: God.
0: I, I, yeah, yeah, I got electrocuted, and I had to go to hospital, and I thought I was going to die, and then I was back on set the next day. Wow. Um, I
1: how did you get, ele- oh, then, hold on, how did you get electrocuted? Are you allowed to say, or? Yeah, no,
0: no, I mean, because it's, you know, geez. so so basically what happened was, we were sitting, uh, there's the oven in the movie, we go and find Johnny Mesners character, right. who's the, you know, the, the um, Bill, I think his name? It's been, I don't watch my own movies, actually, so I have to really like, kind of go back, yeah, yeah. That
1: was my next question. I mean, I
0: watch him, I watch him at the premiere, and that's right. it, um, but, uh, so anyway, we're sitting there and it's, a bit, it's pouring down with rain and we're in Borneo or wherever it's meant to be. And we go through and, and we meet him in this bar. So we're sitting outside and it's like 4am and we've been up all night. Cause sometimes, you know, you'll do a switch. We did on that movie. We did 28 days of nights, which is a nightmare because you do. So imagine you do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, all night. And then so Saturday, uh, you wake up and it's like midday and there was nothing to do. We're in the jungle. So you kind of like, and then they'll change back. <laughs> like they'll change back again on the Monday to days or, you know, at some point, but this one was 28 days a night. So you can never get back round to days. It was, a, it was a nightmare. And it, when you're in the jungle, everything like shuts down. Like there was a local cafe that we could go to, but that shut down. So we're all like sitting around. We got, this is why on movies like this, you get like really smushed together and, mm. um, and get to know people really, really well. And I think that's why a lot of the times when, when you fall out with people over silly things, like yeah. know Jefferson said, you know, I never consider it a difference in politics to, to break a friendship or, you know, paraphrasing. Uh, and I'm the same, like, I'm not gonna, unless someone's completely insane, I'm still gonna be friends with them. Uh, so, so anyway, I'm sitting in this chair and, uh, Oh, I'm kind of like, you know, it's four o'clock in the morning. We're in, in those, you know, those directors chairs and they go, all right, all right, let's go. Come on. We're going to shoot. And I'm like, okay. And i stand up like that. And there was this light that was part of the set dressing that was like here. And I went, cause I've been like, you know, 4 am and I went, oh, and I went like that, and he went, and I went, I think I just got electrocuted. And I'm walking along like this, and I'm like, I think I just got electrocuted. I feel really weird. That's really weird. And uh, and, uh, so I did the scene, and then I went up to the medic. I'm like, I think I just got really electrocuted. and they were like what and i'm like yeah yeah you know i feel weird and they were like get him in the ambulance go so we're in two hours away from the nearest hospital so wow uh,
1: yeah see yeah just been electrocuted yeah we'll get you there in a few hours just hold on but we got to get you back so here's your band-aid and your lollipop yeah exactly and and come on well you survived so there you go i
0: survived and then and then um i did the movie i did called doa uh based on the game um and that was like that was crazy but um we were in china and we all lost on average 30 pounds
2: Whoa! the whole
0: crew because the food was so awful like Mm. everyone so uh, i actually i don't know if i could tell you the story but I was on a run and um, I was three miles into like a six mile run. So I was out in the middle of like wherever it was in China. And um, I needed to go pretty yeah. badly. And that three miles back was quite something. <laughs> now let me just tell you that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it wasn't pleasant. It wasn't pleasant. So, you mean
1: um, Hollywood actors have to go to the bathroom? You know, the life isn't all like they do. You know? <laughs> they do, but it doesn't smell. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Most fun you ever had on a movie set.
0: Oh man, I've had fun. Probably
1: on, every movie, right?
0: On everyone. I mean, yeah. On everyone. Not not one of them has been a bad experience. You know, I mean, I've got to do things that most people dream about doing, you know, I mean yeah. when I did Bounty, when I did Bounty Killer, I got to stand on the back of an airstream trailer while we're in the middle of the desert going up. I get to shoot six shooters. You know, when I did Black Hawk Down, um, I got to go actually this was away from the set. Uh, I went up on the on the side of a little bird. You know, the way the Delta guys mm-hmm. went in. So I got to do that and I I I got to do all that kind of stuff. Um you know doing real military style uh tactics and procedures and all that without getting shot at is awesome i say Um, so yeah being playing a villain in a movie is great because you get to you know really play with it and i I think you know on um and i'm that man i I actually worked with my son which Mm. was a really nice moment uh and uh i think that was that was something very special, you know what I mean? Because I wanted to have a relationship, but, you know, it's not I yeah. do not want my son to become an actor at all. No, no, no. So, but in fact, when we did it immediately, the phone rang and agents were like, Who, who's the kid? Is he your son? I want to sign him. And I was like, no way. Yeah. No chance is my kid going into that industry.
2: Mm. No
0: way, certainly not as a child so, um uh yeah, I mean, every single movie i've done i've I've had like crazy experiences uh, on Transformers, you know, the budget is amazing, and you walk in and you know, I read the comic book as a kid, yeah, and there's Optimus Prime, you know, and I get to say cover Optimus and isn't that cool? you know it, oh man, like I appreciate every single moment of what yeah. I do every moment, so you know it's uh i'm i i'm really privileged in what i do and i know that and i appreciate it and i appreciate support you know i appreciate people that come and watch my films i i, I don't um i don't sneer at them and, and i don't consider them to be um how can i put it that's you know the way that others might yeah like like one of the things that i never understand is like as an actor like even people i disagree with right unless they are abusive, I'll give them the time of day, right? Because they buy movie tickets, right? And and they come and see me and, you know, I've had a career because of those people and I'm appreciative of them, right? So I don't understand as a business decision why people would wanna piss off half of their audience. Now, what I'm saying now is I think the regular folk like really don't get pissed off by it. You know, because they kind of go, yeah, well, okay, we all kind of think that way. But this kind of like complete contempt for people, especially in, in the word I hate it, is the fly over states, right? Wow. The contempt yeah. that, that people, are, I mean, I, I stop people when they say that around me. I Don't, mm. don't say that. Don't call them fly over states. That's not what they are. It's not. And look, I mean, I'm in Texas now and I feel so much more at home here than i did in california
1: that's awesome yeah that's that's awesome real quick uh mm-hmm. people are just uh they're just loving it people are like hey jay can you please tell matthew i loved him in doa all right i'll tell him there you go now he heard uh now he heard mr Grant Gregory says fire has to burn rain oh fire has to burn <laughs> rain has to fall yeah he goes on he says i love these lyrics mate I wanted to tell you Uh, Bruno says for five. It's amazing to listen to an actor talk like a real person. They are real people. imagine that Uh, that's what we relate to and love. Thanks, Matthew and Jay. No, thank you for being here and thank you for the support. And if you want to support Matthew, there's been a link that's been dropped for his film that is now on Amazon. And we just I can't push it enough Uh, with with what little platform that I have just support because that's how things begin to change. Because this question right here, uh, this is from a good friend of mine. Kung Fu Hot Dog is what he likes to be called. But he says, hey, Jake, can you ask Matt when he thinks the SJW active nonsense will end in Hollywood? Will we ever get back to 80s and 90s? Um, Back to when we had fun? Just a question from a viewer. I don't know if you can answer that or your opinion on that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, we we got a... I think we have to look at the film industry and Hollywood as two separate things, mm. right? And we can have them, right? It's just that this cannot continue the way they are, and you can't like. I'm not one for boycotting, right? I don't agree with. I, I don't agree yeah. with people saying boycott. I'm not that that kind of person. If you personally choose not to like, for me personally, I will not buy Nike, right? I I, I just I won't do it. Um,
1: why? Why many is that? Different
0: re- for many different reasons.
1: Okay, no problem. Um, no problem.
0: But but I just I disagree with their stances on a bunch of stuff, and I think they're hypocritical, and and uh, I don't like being lectured to, right? So, but that's my. But I'd never say, hey, um, go boycott right. them, because you know that, I I don't do that. I don't like that when they do it to us, and I don't agree that we should. Just, remember, it's my own personal opinion. Um, but there needs to be an alternate you are not going to change. Hollywood is, is going down a route because let me tell you something, half of the people there don't believe in all this bullshit. I can tell you that right now. And they're getting very, very frustrated because it hits the bottom line, right? Because they, you, 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 you see people. Here's the one thing that, that you guys have to understand about Hollywood. The people that work there, actually, the, the grips, the, all those guys, they work so hard. Yeah. I mean, these people really, really work hard. And, um, and, and, you know, you see one person on set, you don't see all the other stuff that goes on behind, right? And, and it really is like, it ta- you know, it takes a village kind of thing. You got the one person at the front, but everyone there from makeup to hair to, to the lighting to whatever. But we need to have an alternate because right now we don't have one, right? And for me, listen, I want to make 80s action movies all day long. I want to have fun i don't want to i don't want to sh- i don't want to do a movie that is preachy i don't want to do it i've got no desire to do it right and i don't want to be preached to like so that's what i was where i was going with early with the oscars like yeah i just sometimes i just want to have fun yeah you know, sometimes i just want to watch a good movie i want to see things explode and blow up and nice cars and this and that like that's what i want you, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't all have to be like super serious and yeah. Oh, the what? It's called the entertainment industry, right. not the grievance industry. Like we don't need that. So again, like so, my movie is is it's a little um, indie. It's got a lot of it's got a lot of secret sauce in there for veterans, um, but it's not what I want to do all the time, you know? I, I want to make big action movies like Cobra. I'd love to do something like, I love those movies. We grew yeah. up on those films, right? Like Badass, like Rambo, like those kind of things. Um, those are the things that I love doing. Oh, little, another bit of trivia for you, right?
1: Oh yes, let me have Will
0: it. You, just, just segue, I'm gonna tell these guys. Can anyone, and I'm sure you can see it. Uh, yeah, I can see it. Don't, good, don't Google it, right? Who was the stunt coordinator on Rambo? Who was it, or what movie did he direct?
1: Stunt coordinator on Rambo. Let's see your answers in the chat, right, everyone. We'll see. Come on. Highlight it. Don't
0: Google it. But uh, but so in answer to the question, while they're doing that, uh, is um, you have to back people yeah. that are making other material, even if you know, like, like, look, it's really difficult and it takes a real swallowing of your pride to turn around and say that because you want your movie to stand on its own merits, right? You really do. Um, and, and I believe mine does. Uh, I also wouldn't have put it out there if I didn't think it was any good, then I wouldn't have, I, I, I wouldn't have put it out there I, I would have sunk it. Right. But, um, we really need to and I want to encourage people actually, if you're a filmmaker or if you're an aspiring filmmaker, write, write scripts, you know, just go out, get a camera, get your iPhone. You, you've got a little mini studio right there that you can go out yep. and film with. Okay. You can do it, go and make films and, and don't let people tell you, no, just don't let them now
1: no can i tell him? you can tell them they, there's a lot of answers in here they were like did he direct john wick yes uh, yes he did chad yeah chad right
0: yeah he directed there john you go wick. that's right great guy by the way really nice guy and badass stuntman
1: no and that's that's again my People in the chat are just telling me now. They're like, "I just bought the movie, Matthews. We want to support you." Things like that. It's it's a beautiful thing to see. I think the biggest problem is promotion. You know, I, I think there's a whole movement of people. So just real quick, and uh, I work with Nine Line Apparel. The reason why I work with Nine Line Apparel is because they they build homes for veterans. Um, a lot of the money that they make goes to help homeless veterans and transitional housing and stuff like that. It's, it's amazing what they do. I got to see it firsthand and uh, we did a welcome to rebellion. shirt, And it, it broke all kinds of records for the company it was amazing. And it proved to me uh, that there are so many people out there that want to put their money and support those like yourself, like with like just, they, but they just don't know that that's, you know what I mean? Like they don't, they don't know yeah. it exists. So we're all trying to do our part. So for those of you that have purchased the film and you watch the film and you want to do a quick review, even on your Twitter, it just helps. It just helps. And I'm sure Matthew wants you to be honest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like no, if no you listen. like it... a certain part, be honest. Don't be like, it's the greatest movie of all time. Make sure yeah. you buy it. Um, so it's, 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 that's, that's the whole thing. And, and they don't realize, and what the chat, you guys don't realize is that you do play a huge part. Because you share it, the next person shares it, and it's just like, you know, it, it's such a ripple effect uh, to get things out there. That's what, I, listen, my, my podcast and channel isn't the biggest, but the fact that the shirts went out because people were like, I want to support that. It helps veterans, this and that. And it was, I don't know, they call it like grassroots movement sometimes. It was me saying, hey, this is what I got. It's a shirt. No big deal, but it helps this. And people were like, no, this is a cool deal. This is big. This is big. And they just kept sharing it to the point where um, the company called, to, brought me out there, and they were like, who are you? And how come you outsold some of these famous people that we have? You know, And it's, and it's like, um, because I think people really are tired of a lot of the nonsense, and they want to support it with their money. They just don't know where to put it. And so that's why... Um, I just we can't push this film enough and speaking of films you got anything coming in anything you could share anything anything that you're allowed to talk about
0: yeah and and let me just go back to your earlier point i think that um it says a lot about you that people are listening to what you have to say it says a lot about integrity and i think that what we really lack right now is is people with a voice that have integrity, because we're seeing hypocrisy everywhere. You know, some people say they'll say one thing, they'll do another. And we're, we're seeing it all over and over and over. So the fact is, is that you know you have integrity, and the people that watch your show trust you. And I think that that is we really need that right now. We need to mm. to have this network of people that aren't frauds. <laughs> I know it sounds stupid, but you know you watch the news and you're like, they are just lying to me, like to my face. They are full of shit, and they just keep expecting me to eat it. Right? Yeah, it it just it just keeps going on and on and on. Sorry, I just my, no, it's okay. Yeah, this. So anyway, um, what have I got coming up? Uh, I can't talk much about it, but uh, I am in the new Jack Reacher um, TV show. I'm playing Stan Reacher. So uh, yeah, Jack Reacher. Up, I believe. Mm-hmm. It's called Reacher. It's on Amazon. Yeah, uh, and I was just asked to direct a film. Uh, I'm not sure whether I'll be doing it or not, but um, uh, so I have a few things bubbling, but it's more—it's doing what you are. What you're look here's one of the problems. I'm not taking the vaccine, right? And SAG has a lot of, you know, it was discretionary for a while, but if you don't take the vaccine, then you can't go on set for the most part. So as far as my acting is concerned, I'm putting my money where my mouth is and I'm not doing it. Right. So, um, so that's that. So, but on the production side of things, I have, uh, I just got asked to direct a film. Uh, and it's, uh, I, I have a few scripts that people are interested in, um, putting into production. Uh and it's, for me it's deciding with that I can decide because I'll be producing it whether or not if I want to go and play a role in it, whether or not um I'll be acting in it because you know, you can do that. So far, you know, I don't I am not entirely sure what the what the breakdown is with SAG, whether it's still discretionary, because for some it yeah. was, but you know, a lot of the time I'm just like, you know, just don't send me anything because I'm not gonna be doing anything acting wise for a while. So um yeah, got that movie. Um I have I had a movie that was gonna go into production in Malta that is that is again can't do it because I'm not gonna take the vaccine to get in the yeah. country. So I can't go over to do that. I also got offered a TV show here in um in Texas. Same thing. Uh I won't do it because um I'm not vaccinated so once you come still out pretty you know, busy though
1: with. i mean oh but yeah. still, even though weighing through trust me i trust me everyone i know i'm like hello matthew would you like to be on the show it's like the funny the, the best text that we shared was uh do you think it's like is monday open for you and you go oh, i think so and then you go Hey, thanks for texting me. You reminded me I have to catch a plane and go somewhere else. I was just like, well, good. I, and I said, well, you can hire me. You know, like I could uh, I could work the calendar. You should see what I do for Gina uh, on that aspect.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I to go somewhere. Yeah.
1: But that, that yeah, was... So I mean, uh, it's,
0: it's not, look, I mean, I think that a lot of people will think that acting you know if you are if you're an actor and you just do an acting then you're not very smart like you should always be diversifying into different things and and you know uh, whether that be you know a different company or investments or whatever and all those take time uh to to manage and but you know for me my love is always film and um you know who knows i mean for the longest time i, I didn't really want to like I say, I wasn't really interested in speaking about myself, believe it or not. I'm an actor mm. that doesn't actually like going talking about myself. So a lot of the time, I, and I've turned down tons and tons of work because morally I've disagreed with it um, or um, there've been other reasons, like I don't really wanna be away from my family for for such a long period of time. And that's difficult with the big ones, right? Because the big ones are normally, hey, listen, you're gonna go on location for five months and.
2: Mm. and i'm
0: just you know that's a young man's game that's okay it's not okay when you have like a bunch of kids and my primary responsibility is it is providing for them but it's also being there for my children so uh I wow, take that such very a seriously. rare
1: such a rare thing to hear uh wanting to be there for your children so uh, that's 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 we, we applaud everyone in the chat is applauding you as well. And I know I've we almost hit the one hour, 30 minute mark. You're a busy, man. Thank you so much for your time. I just want to get to some of these, these quick super chats, uh, Pena for $2 is by the way, tomorrow war is on Amazon. Someone in the chat said, I just bought the DVD for I am that man and Amazon oh. said that it is sold out and is on back order. So I don't know. Maybe you could check into that and see, um, We I think he answered this question from the Norwegian guy. Says question from Matthew. Thoughts on changes we'll see in Hollywood pre-COVID or post-COVID. I believe he answered that while we were talking. Thank you so much for your question. David Lee Murphy says, Funny story about DOA. I saw a review by the Spoony one and I bought the DVD. Matt is great in it. Holly is a knockout. Watch it if you haven't, says David Lee Murphy. Thank you guys so much. And then just a couple more. Hunch the Dirty Roofer. What a name. You guys come up with the craziest names, I tell you. Um, hey Matt, how about a good a good old biopic about Chad, about Jack Churchill or Mike Calvert, a good biopic? You wanted Oh, you want to do a biography picture about Jack Churchill or Mike Calvert. Send him a good script. You never know. Yeah. And <laughs> hey, you never know. Um, the last, one two more says, "I recommend you contract contact the critical uh drinker will jordan i think you'd like his books and he may be working to get someone on the screen yes he's a friend of the channel he does have a book series that are quite popular uh five dollars i think mr marsden would be excellent role would be excellent ryan drake he and will jordan this is also a reference to the critical drinkers book series should get in touch about that well you guys are really pushing that uh andy says i want matthew as the new bond what a lovely man well thank you you're a lovely man you're a lovely man thank you shellback uh a veteran supporter of this channel awesome guy says matthew you're a great american i salute you uh man you got see you get more love here than you do on (laughs) Twitter. (laughs) on twitter harley dave says i was i was the one who i just bought the the remaining three dvd copies on amazon jay i'll send them to you to raffle off maybe matt can sign them well i didn't ask him anything like that but uh, i'll talk to him after the show uh, I'd, I'd i'd be honored to raffle them off and give the money to charity of uh anyone's choice uh co says i was feeling left out no super chats thank you guys for the love um that are here again if you haven't done so check out his latest movie. It's on Amazon. The, the uh, mods are throwing it in the chat. I guess they bought out your DVDs. So those are amazing. Um, Thank you. Thank you guys. Thank you. And there's rental. And again, that's, that's what we're saying here. It's you, you got to support those that are going out and doing it on their own. And that's the only way that'll get the attention of the big boys. That'll say, wow, look at Matthew over there doing his thing that everybody seems to like, let's see what we can give him. And, and that's that's what creates change. Uh, that's what creates change. Last question, Matthew. What uh, what's your motivation? And what would you tell somebody um, that could get them a little motivated? You know, maybe somebody's thinking about writing a script. Like, is there any kind of saying or words that's just like this is this is how I motivate myself to keep going? Um even in the days I might feel like giving up. Well, that was, oh, man, I just threw that a, out there, didn't I? <laughs> that,
0: that, that's, that's a really great question. I mean, like what, what makes me motivated Like, generally is one thing. What makes me motivated in the film industry is another. Um, I think what makes me motivated generally, and it is linked, is that um, after America, there's nowhere to go you're not running anywhere after Mm -hmm. here. Like, this is it, right? This is it. So we have to fight for what we believe in, because this country is the, the best force for good in the world. Like it really is. And people look towards it for like, you know, I remember when they were, when the Iranians were, were rebelling, they held up their signs in English, right? That was to America and I think it's really really important and that motivates me every day like every day I don't wanna, I don't wanna work out I do it because you know you have to be fit you have to be focused you have to be able to be the best that you can be you know to give back all the graces and all the wonderful things that have been afforded me in my life so I think that's that's the first thing and secondly I was inspired in my life by media right mm most people will talk about oh you know what like my friend who was in fifth group uh, special forces he said I watched the Green Berets with John uh, John Wayne and that made me want to be a Green Beret I've lost count of the amount of people that said they watched Black Hawk Down it made them want to be an army ranger so we it's incumbent on us to make positive stories and true stories about the way the American way of life. It's really important because the ripple effect goes all the way around the world. Right. And there is no other country like this, as much as anyone wants to say, it. so it's incumbent on us. So you could go around, right, every day to a school, boom, 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 and even for the rest of your life. Right, and you wouldn't cover all the schools in America. But you can put one movie out and it can reach 50 million people. Mm. So, if you are, and also in addition, movie making is the pinnacle of art, right? Because it incorporates everything else. It incorporates writing, with acting, with music, with visuals, right? With even like makeup and hair and like all these different things come together to make the movie, which is why they're so special, right? It's not just a trivial thing. And so we should, in our search for, get a little bit philosophical now. In our search for the the truth, which is what we should all be searching for, like what is the truth? And try and do it absolutely unencumbered, right? Beauty is a really important part of that. And there's so much ugliness in our media. There's so much ugliness in it. it they're telling us that beauty is ugly and ugly is beauty. Uh, it's just wrong. So it takes people to th- that are creative to come in that, and you have to be motivated to do it. So you need to be self-motivated anyway. Like if you mm. can't be self-motivated, then nobody's going to motivate you. But for me, it's about putting out things that inspire people. He's doing things that can change someone's, I sound soppy, but change someone's heart, right? If you're having a bad day, is there a movie you can watch that inspires yeah. you, right? To be a better person, like right? to, 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 or that there's hope, right? That you, your life is in the doldrums, but you know what? You can pick yourself up and you can be anything that you want to be. I mean, that is Rocky, right? Rocky yeah. was, you know, he never had a shot. He was getting older. You know, he, he, he was a loser that never took his chance. But he had that little slim opening and he took it, right? And it, it, it didn't even matter that he didn't win, right? It was that he won for himself. He proved something to himself, right? And I think that's really important. And, and we get We see so much media that is lecturing us on the way this is the world is. And we all know that it's not. We all know it's a lie so we have to go out there and we have to make these things that are true right and and in turn they're beautiful because beauty is really really important for us it's super important for humans we we we, we're designed to consume beautiful things like sunsets yeah they never go out of fashion right trees but but all these things so that's a good if you believe there's a struggle between good and evil in the world, that's one right there, between ugliness and beauty, truth and lies, right? So we need people out there that are creative that can that can really, that can really create amazing stories. That's
1: what I would say. I love it. I love it. I love it. I want to thank Matthew Marson. Please check out his film. The links are in there. Support this man uh and everything that he's doing in his latest project thanks for buying out all the dvds chat and matthew i'm gonna hit the closing the closing bell uh just stay with us for one second before you click off and we're good thank you everyone in the chat thank you for the super chat thank you for the love uh thank you for everything uh for being here on this live recording of welcome to the rebellion podcast
0: Thanks for listening. We hope you were inspired today. To hear more of the conversation, check out our Patreon or become a member of the channel. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate it. We'll catch you in the next episode. And welcome to the Rebellion.